Hey, I'm Joe, and welcome to Content Marketing Commute, the podcast for European content marketers who want to go to a new level. It's a content marketing podcast with a twist. Think of it a little bit like Jerry Seinfeld's comedians in cars getting coffee. Think of it a little bit like Jerry Seinfeld's comedians in cars getting coffee, but maybe a little bit less funny. Mixed with carpool karaoke minus the singing and hot ones minus the chicken. All about B2B content marketing. I, Joe, your host, interview expert content marketers in different cities around Europe on their commutes to work. Yes, that's the twist. We're not sitting down face to face or on a Zoom call. No, I join them literally walking cycling, on the bus and train, to their workplace. I hope you enjoy. Hey there, friend. Welcome to another episode of Content Marketing Commute. Thanks for joining me on my commute from and to my home in the wonderful south of France in a little town here in the south. And a little bit overcast today, as you see on the video, if you're watching on the video. You'll see that if you're only listening on one of the apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, do encourage you check out the description and, you know, hop on and watch the video because you'll see the sights as well as hear the sounds of my commute from and to my home this morning. Oh my goodness, there's a car, a truck passed by in a sleepy little town. <clears throat> but yeah, welcome to this about last week episode. If you are just joining for the first time this podcast, Content Marketing Commute. We run a couple of different formats. Every two weeks I interview an expert, a marketing or a content marketing expert uh, on their commute to work. And then the, the week between, it's just me. And we call that format, which is what you're watching or listening to right now about last week, ALW for short. And that's where I deep dive into one specific sort of topic that was discussed with my expert guest last week. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, do encourage you to jump back in your feed and watch that or listen to that because it was a great one with Kavita Ramamurthy of Kizeo. She works at Kizeo, a company, a sort of SaaS solution provider close to Avignon. Um, I'm also close to Avignon. And so she's an English speaking content marketer. And I connected with her on LinkedIn because there's not so many of us down here in the South, English speaking content marketers. And we talked about the future of content marketing, but we tried to make it really practical on sort of, you know, the next five years and what's coming in content marketing. And so I want to dive into one specific topic that we touched on last week and really a theme that's coming up in a lot of the interviews I'm getting to do on this podcast and that is a focus on quality, a focus on quality and content and if you've been in content marketing for a while you've probably heard someone say something along these lines, hey let's just create quality content. And I, I put on a little bit of an accent there. I hope that's not insulting to anyone. But it's a classic 
trope slash line that content marketers say. If we just create quality content, like that's the answer and that will drive like business outcomes and leads and all the great things we want. Like we just need to have quality content. And what I'd say to that is like, yeah, that's probably true, but how? And that's what I want to dive into today because on last week's episode, we talked about the future of content marketing. We talked about AI, generative AI. We talked about shorts and YouTube and lots of different things. No click search, cookie list, some terrifying things out there. And you know, the future, when we talk about the future, things are always changing. Technology is always changing. There's always things like cookie list that appear like they're just going to change everything and break everything that we're trying to do as marketers and content marketers. But that's where this focus on quality comes back to it. And I think when we're talking about the future and technology and all these scary things that might or could happen, one thing is for certain that quality content will always win. But what does that even mean? Quality will shine through no matter what the technology does or means or whatever. People will look to quality. But today I wanted to kind of break down what that means. How do you actually produce quality content without, you know, just saying it and then expecting it to, to happen? As content marketers, we kind of do that sometimes. We just, we just say, oh, let's just focus on quality. And it's like, okay, well, what does that actually mean? So I've got three sort of quick ideas for this ALW episode. And you would have seen these are shorter episodes and really just trying to be practical trying to just sort of bring out a really practical thoughts on some of the great things that our expert guests talked about. So I want to talk about three quick thoughts on what it takes to really build quality into your content. The first one is this. Quantity actually leads to quality. If you've been around for a little while, there's a debate still raging, believe it or not, in content marketing around quality versus quantity. And it's just a silly, silly debate, guys. Let's put this thing to bed because it's not an either or thing. The best teams, the best content teams and marketing teams do both. They produce quality at scale and quantity and quality together, right? And you might be sitting there saying, okay, well, that's all well and good. Well, there's a dog. Couple of guard dogs. We're about to get murdered here. The dogs? Lucky they're behind that fence. You might be sitting there going, okay, that's all well and good, mate, but I can't do quality and quantity. I can't do both. I have to choose. And what I'd say to you there, if you if you're a believer in that, is that actually by doing quantity, the quality will improve. What do I mean by that? Well, I think in a lot of ways, quality has previously been thought of as this thing of like, we need to take a lot, a lot of time to create something, to focus on it and do something really, really well before we publish it or ship it so that we make sure that the quality is perfect. But what I'm saying to you is by shipping it and by publishing over time, as you do that regularly, the quality will improve because you'll start to understand what people want to be seeing and hearing and listening to and watching. You'll start to get cues from them. You'll start to be able to 
create a bit of a feedback loop on, okay, this kind of content worked, this kind of hook worked, this is the type of content my personas want. And you honestly simply won't get that if you are only publishing really irregularly. There's something to be said about hitting publish regularly and the momentum that that builds in marketing. I don't know about you, but the most frustrating jobs I've had in my career are ones where I have, you know, had to get approvals from 10, 12 different people, get feedback and sort of marketing by committee. There's nothing that kills the creativity more than sort of marketing by committee because over time, you know, that point of view, that edginess is is stripped out. And I could say a whole lot more about that, but the number one tip I have is just the fact that it's not quantity versus quality. It's quality comes from quantity. And sure, the quality might not be there at the very start, but that's okay. You will start to understand how to create more quality content for the people that matter to your business if you're just hitting publish regularly. And it feels great as a content marketer to be creating and to be publishing. There's nothing worse than to to be held back and to be kind of like hamstrung by having to get stuff perfect. Done is better than perfect. I'll leave it on that note for number one. A quick message from the sponsor of today's episode, Lead Feeder. Hey there, fellow B2B marketers. Before we dive back into the conversation, let me introduce you to a game changer in the lead generation arena, Lead Feeder. Now, we all know the struggle of identifying those elusive website visitors and turning them into valuable leads. But what if I told you there's a tool that not only promises but delivers on supercharging your lead generation and sales efforts. Enter Lead Feeder. Imagine having the power to identify companies visiting your website, track their behavior in real time, and seamlessly integrate it all with your CRM. Lead Feeder is not just a tool, it's your secret weapon for efficient and targeted lead engagement. What sets Lead Feeder apart? It's the ability to provide detailed insights into visitor behavior helping your sales team prioritize efforts and close deals faster. With customizable notifications, lead scoring, and yes, GDPR compliance, Lead Feeder is changing the game. Ready to revolutionize your approach to leads and deals? Head over to leadfeeder.com for your free demo today. That's L-E-A-D-F-E-E-D-E-R. Don't miss out on the future of successful lead generation with Lead Feeder. Number two, the way to build quality into your content, to create quality content that will withstand any technological change or shift or advancement in the future of content marketing is to work with your SMEs, work with your subject matter experts and get better at working with them that's really the point here so as content marketers i think sometimes we can feel like we need to be the experts and i think there's room for debate here and different people see it in different ways but 
I would personally say that you don't have to be the expert. Sure, you can and should learn about your space and, and become more expert in it and learn about it and level up your knowledge. But you're never going to become a PhD in your sphere. But there are people within your company and on the topics that your business is dealing with that maybe have done PhDs in that, in engineering or in IT or whatever it is, finance. And you're not going to go back to university and do that. And you, maybe you can if you want to, hey. But a great content marketer, sure, they get to a certain level of knowledge in the space and in the themes and the trends and whatever it is. But a great content marketer, what sets them apart is they know how to work with their SMEs. And that's what brings quality into your content, right? If you're, if you're relying on what's in your own head, you're doing it wrong. If you're relying on what you know about the topic to be able to write it, and even online research and stuff, that's only gonna get you so far. What you need to be able to do is get that expertise out of your subject matter experts' heads, your SMEs' heads. How you do that, we could talk about that for hours, and I think we have touched on it in a couple of these episodes on Content Marketing Commute. I encourage you to go back to the one with Sharon Hyman, who was very early on. We talked about working with subject matter experts and what that looks like, as well as the episode with Guillaume Mubesh, a CEO, a CEO who understands content marketing. There was great insights in that around, you know, working with your CEO who often has that vision and that expertise that you're going to want to infuse into your content. Excuse me. So just broadly, it's like you want, you want quality and you want quality content? Work with your SMEs. They are the ones who know the space better than you. And they're going to help you be able to kind of create stuff that's differentiated from all of the clickbait SEO-led content that you see online today. Actual expertise in your content that makes your audience sit up and go, oh, that's deep and that's thought through. And that's not just about getting me to your website or getting me to download some crap that's going <laughs> to result in me getting emailed 74,000 times and then unsubscribe. And I guess one thing to note there is that these SMEs, you can create a really cool relationship where you bring something to the table and they bring something to the table. So as I've said, they bring real expertise to the table on whatever topic it is. And you bring the ability to package that and frame that in a way that's digestible and that's you know understandable to your audience who may not be that level of expert. I've worked in jobs before where you know, these SMEs, they know their stuff, but they're not so good at communicating and they're not so good at being able to kind of package it or kind of summarize it in a way that, that makes sense to the audience. You know, they're so in the weeds and they're so deep in these topics and it's so complex a lot of times. And, and I think a, a great content marketer can bring that back a little bit or, you know, summarize it or package it in a way that makes sense to the audience. So that's all I'd say on that point. And third and final point around what it takes to really build quality into your content is being persona-led or audience-led. 
instead of being product led. And I still see this so much in B2B today. We are inside the company and the longer you're in the company, the more you start to drink the Kool-Aid, as they say, going through a little tunnel here. And you start to believe your own hype and you start to believe, oh, our company is actually pretty awesome and our product's actually pretty sick. And we know what we're doing and everyone should be looking at us and thinking about us when the reality is no one's thinking about your brand they're not sitting at home thinking about you i mean maybe if you're apple or something but you're not apple you're a b2b company okay and i'm sorry to be the mean guy on that but your brand doesn't matter all that much to them what matters to them is their problems and their challenges okay so just take that as a little wake-up call your audience cares about themselves and we're human beings and we all care about ourselves we're all a little bit selfish okay and that's just the way it is and so leading with your audience's challenges and pains and really starting with them as a starting point is so 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 important and this is 101 stuff, but a lot of people still aren't doing it well. If you are creating your content strategy with your product as the start, team point, and your product, and you're using what your product does to then sort of like decipher some topics to talk about, it's the wrong way around. You gotta start with your audience and then connect it to your product. And that might sound kind of a small thing, but it actually really changes the game to start with who are they? Who are those people I'm trying to reach? What do they care about? What are their challenges? What are their pains? What are they thinking about right now? Start there. It's massive. It's huge. Hello, kitty. Hey, kitty cat. It's really big. So that's a big one for quality as well. If you are starting with your product, you're just talking about your brand a lot, your company a lot, how great you are as a content person. You know, that changes when we get into product marketing and I understand that. But as a content person, if that's how you're approaching it, chances are the quality of your content is not good. People don't, especially at that top of funnel, when they don't know your brand, they care about them. They care about solving their own challenges. And so you've got to build that trust and that kind of understanding that, you know, in their minds that they know that you understand their challenges and that you can help them with them before they get into this thinking around, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll need to buy something to go further in, in sort of solving that challenge. So I hope that makes sense. This has been an episode really around how do you create quality content to future-proof I wish I'd used that word earlier, actually. Future-proof your content marketing. Technology will change. Things will come. Cookies will disappear. AI will do its thing. But if you can create quality content using these three big tips, I believe you're going to future-proof your content marketing for the years to come. And no matter what happens, it's going to be good. So I hope that was useful. That's pretty much all the time we have today. I just need to go buy some bread later, for, for lunch later. I'm going to buy it now for lunch later, not buy it later. So I'm going to, I'm going to sign off and uh, we'll see you again next week on 
content marketing commute when we've got uh, a social media manager from a B2B company joining us to talk about how he does B2B social media. And it's different to just come along to our webinar stuff that you see a lot. So you're gonna enjoy that one. If you have enjoyed it, please do subscribe. Let a friend know about the podcast on the YouTube channel. And we'd just so appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.